Good morning, everybody. It's Christmas Eve morning here at the Youth Center, and uh, we're happy to bring back our podcast. We've had a crazy fall, and we've haven't actually been able to to post any podcast. But we're back on this great day on a great topic, and hopefully, we'll be back over the next um, couple of weeks. We're going to try to do the podcast every other week or so. So today is a special podcast on a very special day. Uh, my guest today is. Molly Malandrino, affectionately known this time of year as our Christmas queen for the holiday drive. Welcome to the podcast, Molly. Hi, thanks for having me. For people who don't know anything about our Christmas drive, we are in actually the 30th year of doing a holiday drive. Um, What started in 1989 uh, with myself and Kelly Crimmins servicing four families on Christmas Eve around 5 o'clock. Uh, we're actually be able to provide four families uh, with their children with a number of presents, a Christmas tree and a wreath. Um, in 1989, we decided, like, how do we build this program? And over the last 30 years, um, it has grown to an unbelievable level. And we're going to hear a lot from Molly on that about how many families, how many kids we service, the, the involvement from the community, how they're involved in sponsoring and supporting and people like Terry Holland from Stachy's Pizza who feed all of our volunteers on the delivery day. To fully understand uh, Molly, we need to go back over the last 30 years. And in that period of time, um, I was very fortunate to have uh, my one employee at that time, Kelly Crimmins, who for 10 years kind of helped build this program to what it is right now. Over the years, we have had a number of other people that have taken on the role of Christmas Queen. Uh, some of those people are Christine Holbrook, Danielle Yatano, Jen Conway, Bree Hart, Kristen Hardacre, Michelle Grasso, Michaela Tetro, and then most recently, for the last six years, uh, Molly Malandrino has been our, our Christmas Queen. Um, the last two years, she's had some great help from our former employee, Laura Stevens, who's actually been involved with the drive for the last couple of years. Um, Molly, thanks for coming in today. And can you tell our, our listeners who may not know you your time that you worked here, either as a part-time employee or as a full-time employee, um, who is Molly Malandrino and why the Christmas drive? Um, I guess just one of the most important things to know about me is that I've been involved in a lot of things at the youth center and that the holiday drive is my absolute favorite program that I've been able to be a part of. Um, it's just been a program, like you said, that I've been involved in for many years beyond the six that I've been running the drive. I started in high school and in college helping out with Jen with organizing some of the gifts and I've been lucky to be able to um, take it over, make it my own and help for the past six years as coordinating the entire drive. So a lot of our, our people do know the times that you spent here as our support services coordinator and obviously as a part-time person. Um, you've said that the Christmas drive is your, your passion, your love, something you've been doing since you've been here and obviously the last six years. Um, wh- why, why the Christmas drive in terms of, like, why for you? Like, that's what keeps coming you back. You're a guidance counselor over at Lawrence High now doing unbelievable work with the kids of Lawrence, but this is something that come September, you're really involved with getting this going. Why do you keep coming back? 
I think just my favorite part about the holiday drive is the magic behind it and that it's really been a program here at the youth center that a lot of people don't know about and it's just something that we do under the radar the youth center never gets a lot of credit for it um you know town doesn't even really know that you know we have this amazing program and we've just really been able to keep this going for 29 years without a lot of media or a lot of um, attention around it it just provides for so many families and it's something that you know the youth center and myself we hold very close to our heart so that's just what keeps me coming back and you bring up a great point we struggle with the the media piece on this because over the years um you know the tribune and our north end of a citizen uh, as well as other articles um, by media outlets have basically wanted to kind of focus on the family that's being serviced and uh, obviously um, our program is anonymous we don't like to highlight the families that are being serviced and that um, you know sometimes we can't trust that the media services will actually do this without kind of just highlighting on the, the family itself and the troubles that they may be having in this year so it is kind of low-key. Um, I think we do need to do a better job of making sure everybody in the community knows about it. It is amazing. We'll get to the sponsorship piece, but it's amazing how many parents and families in town don't really know what we're doing on this. So when does this whole process start? I mean, we, we finish up a crazy summer here. We go to Labor Day, and then we start thinking about Christmas. Yeah, we start thinking about Christmas in the first weeks of September. Um, applications start going out by the end of September so really in the beginning of September is when I start to prepare materials for both the sponsors and the families and take us through that so how does that actually get started uh, and take us through you know how people get on the list or how with some great elves we have throughout the community and the school department and social groups or whatever identifying some of these people yeah there's a lot of um, support from the town or background people who aren't necessarily always acknowledged but they help me a ton in assisting the families and making sure we're reaching the right families for the drive um, if a family wants to be part of our holiday gift drive they um, can apply themselves so come into the youth center grab an application they can email me um, also the schools so some of the counselors and the nurses at the schools will provide me names of kids in need within their their school and then we have some other people in town who have just um, been really helpful in identifying um, others in their area that might be in need or maybe um, like the housing authority will help us out just identifying the correct families and we can't thank everybody by name in the, in this podcast but you do have a, a couple of people that you couldn't do this without such as uh our friend down at the Thompson School and down at Woodridge Homes. How about a little shout out for them? Um, can I say by name? Sure. <laughs> yeah, Kathy O'Neill at the Thompson School has really been a backbone in helping um, the youth center identify families in need, and she's been really generous in identifying kids across all schools, not just at her own school. So we're super grateful to her and her collaboration with us. And then my lovely friend Cindy Ward has been super helpful to the youth center, even much longer than I was at the youth center. And we're so grateful to have her help us out in identifying families in her own community and her own network that need our support. And she's been with us for many years. 
Yeah, there are two great people there and obviously many, many other people that help us um, put this together. So as I said, when we first started, it, it came down to, you know, maybe some people dropping off presents, uh, more like a Toys for Tot thing. And then early on in the first few years of this, we created, Kelly actually created this sponsorship program where we had families that wanted to help out other families. Um, we used the line here at the youth center many, many times called uh, North Andover, taking care of North Andover, and this is a perfect example. Explain to people what this whole sponsorship piece is. I mean, we get, we get tremendous credit the day we deliver the presents and everybody thinks it comes from us personally in the youth center. Um, and tell us you know, how that really happened with the sponsorship program because they are the people that are really doing the presents. Yeah, the sponsors have kept this program alive for as many years as it's been going on. And we have sponsors who fill out applications, um, which identify how many kids they want to sponsor, maybe what ages they're interested in sponsoring, and they fill out those applications and get them back to me. Over the years, sponsorship has grown to, um, you know, businesses in town, maybe a group of people will sponsor. So like the PTOs through most of the schools have started to sponsor children or some of our groups here at the youth center, the kids fundraise money to sponsor other children. So it's been a great network of people just reaching out and coming together to sponsor other kids or families in town. And we have some people that have been sponsors actually for almost two decades. I, I saw the Marius family come in on drop-off day and uh, I think they've been there since the beginning um, and then we obviously every year have a new group of sponsors also um, you know whether it be people that have heard it from the streets or our board of directors or whatever um, I always describe the delivery day which we had on Saturday is the best day at the youth center um, I would have to say the second best day at the youth center is the day that the sponsors actually drop off um, their gifts and it's usually held on a Saturday morning between the hours of 9 and 1 um, at the youth center. The place is crazy because we got our basketball program going on and we got all these people bringing bags and bags of gifts about what's, what's that day all like for you and the people that help us and uh, maybe uh, maybe just some quick stories of, of the sponsors themselves when they when they walk in. Yeah, the that day is really special. It's super meaningful for all the sponsors to be able to come here and see all the gifts donated in the room so we you know get the christmas music going we just try to make everyone feel in the christmas spirit or the holiday spirit um, sponsors get to come upstairs they get to drop their gifts we are chatting it's a really just big day where you can tell that people are excited to be here um, there's kids running around the building just checking out the gifts and it's just a way like sponsors can show their children how many gifts are being donated or they themselves can see how many children are in the drive and I think it's just a really humbling day and everyone loves to come down that day so it's been a very special time for us throughout the drive. We try to give two weeks period of time before the drop off and the actual delivery date. This year we actually had two weeks. Some years we're actually hovering on one week. Um, but it is an incredible day. But take our people through. We were actually chronicling it through our social media every day, what the multi-purpose room was looking like as it was growing with presents and, and the bags being organized, et cetera. 
Uh, that two weeks, which I don't think people realize that, you know, you work a full-time job at Lawrence High School, you come back here at five o'clock, four o'clock, and meet up with some of our other volunteers, which tend to be some of our college kids at our home, um, and obviously Laura Stevens was huge this year. Um, what's it like for the two weeks of actually organizing everything? Yeah, those two weeks is super fun for all of us that get to be in the multi-purpose room. Um, basically, what we end up doing is we are looking through all the gifts, um, which come in wrapped. They come in with sticky notes that just say the family code, the child's code, and what's inside of the gift. So we basically just individually go through all the gifts, make sure the wrapping is perfect, you know, sometimes things need to be rewrapped because when they get brought in, they might be torn or we just make sure each kid has the same amount of gifts that each kid got some necessary items, maybe clothes or personal care products. And then they got some fun stuff too, like toys or a sled. Um, the volunteers and myself, we work on going through each and every gift and labeling them um, to the child and from Santa and it's a super special part of this program is that the families don't have to rewrap or label any of the gifts they're just ready on delivery day to be put under the tree so it takes us a long time to do this for all those kids but it's really important sure it's uh it is crazy those two weeks and uh, um in amazement with you and all the kids that help us um, put it together a um, couple of quick things um we had, and we won't obviously identify these people, but we've had a couple of people that we've serviced over the years that um, have actually come back and be sponsors. Like, first of all, how cool is that? Um, at one point in time, uh, struggling whatever year that might be, and then um, things get better for them, and uh, their first thing is, how do I give back and sponsor a family? So what was that about? Yeah, I think that's you know, part of the magic of the holiday drive is that people who are able to turn themselves around and they want to give back, this is a great thing that they can give back to. Um, we want all families to feel like they have a part on this drive, especially if they've been served by it. And so if they are in a position to come back and sponsor kids, it's amazing. Um, it's just also part of like the magic of the youth center is that unless these families are sharing their story with us, we don't always know. And so I'm sure there's been a lot of families that have been able to help out even buy a gift or two. And it's been pretty amazing over the years what people have come back to do. Yeah, it truly is. It uh, makes the whole thing real special. Um, we actually every year get bombarded with our college kids that came home and some of our seniors in high school that actually work for us um, everybody wants to be part of delivery day what why do these kids you know and some of them we had Kyle Pivas here who's been doing it for 13 years uh, this year we had about four or five people it was their first year what's it all about for them to be part of this yeah I think it's you know college kids think it's like a rite of passage and it really has become that way at the youth center it's been a tradition of ours that you're not able to come into the holiday room until you're in college and so it's been a really fun thing to just watch the freshmen in college or even the older kids get come back and be really excited to be part of this program so we don't always have you know volunteer things for our college kids but this is one of the big thing that it's a rite of passage if you are in our program 
and you go off to college, you're able to come back and volunteer. And so it's one of the really fun parts about this drive that it's specific for our college kids. We love to have them on board and, you know, they love to come back and do it. Yeah, and, and it's great to have them and, you know, the age differences, and but the same passion. And uh, again, we're going to talk a little bit about this year's delivery day, but um, to have them back here, I mean, Becca Bonds the last couple of years has been <clears throat> amazing in terms of being here every day helping you um, as well as, as other people. But we're going to probably have to do a lottery at some point because so many kids want to be involved and we want to try to, to get as many people to experience what we're going to talk about next. So you left here on Friday, half a day over at Lawrence High, probably a bunch of teachers heading out for lunch or whatever. You headed, along with Laura, headed to the multipurpose room to put our final bags together. Um, we had some, some people dropping off some late gifts. It's awesome. We have sponsors that stepped up to take people that were on our uh, waiting list. So we actually were able to give some of our um parent sponsors a little extra time and uh, the rest of that stuff came in by Friday and you wrapped it up and you know around four o'clock uh, the lights are off at the multi-purpose room and then um, we're ready to start at eight o'clock in the morning so this is your day this is something that you are awesome with uh, tell our listeners how it all starts and take us through that magical day of delivery day yeah so on delivery day I get here bright and early ready to go um, everything is finalized. Our routes are finalized. The kids are, or the volunteers, um, are divided up into who's going where and everyone knows what route they're going. They're no, they know what presents they're taking with them. So we spend the first part of our morning when everyone gets in, um, you know, greeting each other and being super excited to be back. And then we get to business and we load up all the vans and the cars in our elf hats and we just get really excited for the day we spend a little bit of time just doing some reminders about you know what to say if kids were ever home and you deliver reminders about you know having the christmas music going and just making it a really fun day after that um you know we sit and we have our final moment before we head out Rick always tells us a really nice story or, you know, shares with us some sort of um, like poem or story from the past just to get us to reflect on the holiday season, how we should all be grateful and very thankful for what we all have and just to set us out on the right foot when we head out to deliver. Then we head out to deliver our gifts. It takes us about five hours um, when we get back to the youth center we get to sit down and have lunch together which like rick said earlier is donated by terry holland um, who's been awesome to us every year so we get to have kind of like a family style lunch which i think is you know the perfect way to end our big day we get to sit around the big table sharing stories and just laughing and being super happy to all be together yeah it's um we also, besides the delivery, um, we started a few years ago of um, some people, it's easier for them to actually pick up at the youth center. So we have a whole portion of the day uh, this year. Myself and Hannah Rogers were uh, staying back at the youth center because we did have probably about 10 families coming in to pick up their bags. And it's kind of emotional to hear how they were um, in terms of how thankful they were. Um, my part in the morning about kind of 
reminding all of our staff on the history of this program, the importance of this program, um, and to kind of leave you off with a real message is, is really important to me. I've enjoyed doing it every year, and obviously every year we come up with a new twist to it, uh, new stories, or new relations. On, and uh, I think when we send those kids out in their vans in the car, I think they really know how they're basically going to do something really magical today. You know, a couple of people we need to thank on that day are our good friend Tracy Bowden at TD Bank, who's so good to us here at the Youth Center, um, provided us all with the TD Bank elf hats, which were pretty cool. Um, and obviously, as we've mentioned a couple of times, um, Terry Hall, 17 years with um, providing lunch to all of our volunteers. Um, as you know, Terry sends more food than we could ever eat. Uh, but that's a big piece of that day, and, and it's a chance for us to kind of debrief uh, obviously we're not fully done at the lunchtime we've got some last few things to do but um it's a good chance for us to kind of share some stories about what happened and everything else um obviously um in this day and age we tend to get some last minute referrals um as of 10 o'clock this morning we haven't had anything new come in um we do are able to actually help people through this day um but i think we're going to be good this year um let me ask you a couple of things. How how does people who are interested in hearing for the first time, um, Kathy Keenan down at the library asked me to keep her in mind for next year. How do people get in touch with you to maybe be sponsors in 2019? Yeah. Anyone um, who's interested in being a sponsor can send me an email. Uh, my email's right on the Youth Center's webpage or they can you know, call here and leave a message on my voicemail or just ask anyone for my cell phone number. Um, you know, we work really hard at, at getting sponsors and you'll see from time to time we'll be posting on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, just saying that we're <coughs> starting the holiday process and we're in need. So come September time next year, just keep your eyes open or send me an email and we'll be connected. So we actually signed you to a lifetime contract, uh, but we do wait for you to uh, decompress after the holidays. And, you know, obviously we're hoping you're coming back next year. Um, like I said at the beginning, to have Kelly do it the first 10 years, and then we had pretty much someone doing it once every year and uh, building the consistency of you having it the last six years. You have this down to a science. I was amazed with how fast things went this Saturday <clears throat> and uh, you know thorough and we always worry about did we did we deliver the right gifts to the right families and uh, and uh, it was everything was pretty flawless this year um, in terms of you know as you wrap up you know you personally you know what we think of you here we love you this could not happen without you um, when you leave on Saturday and uh, Molly doesn't even live uh, in our area right now. Mom and dad are still in North Andover, but you're living down in the city as you're maybe driving um, back down to the city. What are, what are some of your thoughts? I think it's just feeling like we got another year done and it was super successful. And everything that I've done here at the Youth Center, everything the Youth Center has done, I've always been really proud of. And I'm continue to be proud of this holiday drive and just so grateful for everyone who come back comes back to help us or everyone I've met through the holiday drive I don't think we could ever 
put into words how amazing it is and how many connections you build and you know friendships you get from something like this so every year that this wraps up I'm I'm just grateful that I had one more year that I was able to be part of it yeah and um, again awesome job by you um, when I go home after Saturday I, um, I kind of think back to 1989 uh, and Kelly and how this all started and it's it's amazing this year um we were highlighted a little bit in the north shore north shore magazine mm-hmm. um and there was a great picture of you um outstanding picture of molly by the way if you <laughs> haven't seen it, you should get it um and again uh, the media doesn't quite get it all right uh we're not doing a toy drive i think as they described in it but it was some nice press for us about some of the stuff we're doing in here it was actually a focus on shopping in North Andover and with everything with the gas crisis and whatever it was a nice piece on that whole thing but we got we got some nice press with that and um, it kind of showed people a little bit from outside of our town how special this is um, we often get um, contacted on you know how we got this started how do we do it and with everything here at the youth center we like to share the wealth so <clears throat> if there are other communities out there looking to kind of start what we did um, we can give you a little bit of advice of the do's and don'ts as you go forward on that um, this is pretty much it I mean we're heading off it's Christmas Eve Molly's heading out to her family I'll be heading back to my family and it's a chance for us uh, hopefully to get this podcast up tonight so people uh, can listen to it over the holidays and kind of understand what we're really doing here and what we hope to continue to do so once again, Molly, thanks for, first of all, coming on the podcast. Second of all, thank you for being our Christmas queen now for six straight years. And you will be back here in 2019. Um, and it's it's amazing that it'll, it's only more than nine months now and we'll start, start it all over again. And hopefully this year, um, I think this year, our total kids around 250. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and the way things are going, we it might be 275 next year. So um, on behalf of everybody here at the Youth Center, we could not do this without the residents of North Andover. <clears throat> Once again, the residents show how they take care of each other. Um, and it's something really special that just continues with every cause in town and uh, our cause being one of those. So as we finish every podcast, um, and we will be back in the next couple of weeks with some some new guests for 2019 but as we finish every podcast remember too much passion is not enough passion